Alrighty then. I guess that's how I start all of my videos <laughs> and my podcasts. But um, where the hell do I even begin with this one? So as I'm sure you can guess from the title, you kind of know what this video is going to be about. Um, I felt, and I feel, and I will continue to feel, all three, the trinity of the trinity of being. <laughs> I will continue to. I continuously have this um, notion that I need to be as bluntly honest now moving forward as I can possibly be in order for there to be a sense of healing, of moving on, of structure, of purpose, and also in the spirit of being inspired by so many other people who have bared their soul and their heart and have been willing to give of their darkest secrets, their darkest impulses, and to make them into something good. So let me start this video by stating a very obvious statement. I am an addict. I'm someone who has always been an addict. That addiction morphs its way into different parts of your life. But I wanted to unpack the last five years uh, in about a 10-minute time frame or so, but I'll see how long this takes. Um, and I'm just going to try and catalog it as bluntly and honestly as I possibly can. So where did it all begin? Um, specifically, what I was addicted to, and still I am addicted to, I'm just in recovery, not not better yet. You know, I'm working on it <laughs> with the help of with the help of people around me, with the help of family. I was addicted to cannabis and smoking for for a good five year period, and for that whole five years, basically every single day, I would find a way, thick or thin, to be stoned some somehow. You know. Um, there were many, many times where I tried to give it up, where I realized how out of whack it had gotten, but it took a precipitating event, which I will get to a bit later on in this video, for me to realize that my relationship had got out of hand, that this relationship with marijuana, with uh, what I call Mary Jane, she is kind of, it is a she, the, the spirit of cannabis is a she to me. Uh, it was an abusive feminine that had overtaken my life and become unmanageable. So, like with all good things, um, well, uh, should I say, uh, like with all things, it starts in a good way. It starts for the best of reasons, let me put it that way. I'm really struggling to get my thoughts in order this morning, but um, it starts out always for the best of intentions. You're in a room. And for me, it was, I'm surrounded by my friends. I'm at somebody's house. We're smoking. I get past the joint, say, hey, do you want some? I say, sure. So I try it. And what opened up for me was something I'd never really felt before. Um, it was an experience of feeling that endless sort of stress that I'd been dealing with, conflict that I'd been dealing with, 
not really knowing who I am, that unease for a split second when I smoked it, it went away. The peace set in, the love set in, the compassion set in. And I thought, wow, this is the greatest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. And also, that cemented in my brain that this was going to be a relationship that I thought I absolutely needed. Also because it gave me access to a group of friends, quote unquote, that there was like an in-group and an out-group. The out-group being all of the people I had struggles with my entire life, all of the church people that I didn't really associate with anymore. At this point, like I'd left, I'd grew up in the church and I'd left it. I'd grew up in the sort of quite wholesome, strict, conservative milieu and had completely rebelled against it. You know, I'd completely rebelled against it. So here I am, age 20, smoking my first spliff and feeling the sense of absolute freeing. It's the most beautiful thing I could have possibly encountered. And that's how it starts. And from then, it's meeting up every week with your mates to have a smoke. It's you put it, you have a little box, a container with your grinder in it and with your stuff in it. And you're going off to, you know, uh, weed events and you're subscribing to weed culture online and it becomes a big part of who you are. It becomes a part of your identity. Mary Jane becomes your mistress is the way I put it. And I always was able to justify it to myself because it's not alcohol. It's not this. It's not prescription pills. It's not physically addictive. All the bullshit arguments that you can possibly think of, all the bullshit arguments as to why you don't want to give it up, you'll use every single one if you possibly can because that's what an addict does. That's what an addict does. You try to justify to yourself why it's necessary. You try to justify to yourself why you want to keep this abusive relationship going because there's a part of you that you haven't addressed. And this is what I'm realizing now. There was a part of me that needed to be grounded and I wasn't able to do it. So, you know, after daily smoking for five years, when I look back at it now, was it all completely negative? No. That precipitating event was wonderful. But what it was, and the same with uh, any drug, is it's, it's going to be a death either way. And with cannabis, it's just a slow, drawn-out death where you slowly, slowly, slowly lose touch with who you really are. You slowly, slowly, slowly draw back from the truth about the world. You draw back from real consciousness and you become reliant on this artificial stimuli. And it also had the, you know, obviously the bad effects of creating massive wedges of separation, excuse me, massive wedges of separation because I was not being honest, particularly with my family, about what was going on. I was not being honest with people who kind of knew what was up, they sort of knew this was who I was, that I was a pothead, right? <laughs> but 
just didn't want to say anything because everybody's too concerned about being polite. And then you start to run down a list of, well, how do you know you're an addict? Because for me, I was managing it. It was like a daily routine and I was still somewhat able to function. I wasn't like a complete get up in the morning, smoke all the way through to the day. You know, um, it was manageable. I was microdosing. I was self-medicating. I was using cannabis to maintain the state all the way through. That was, I thought, my real self, but it was actually just a, a construction, essentially. So, the things that you start to notice when you look back on your life, when you notice that, oh, wow, the amount of times... I would give up the limited money or the limited resources I had just to get high. The amount of times I would take trips when I was at Southampton to go back to the Isle of Wight because I wanted to smoke with my friends. You know, the times where you look back and go, wow, that was really out of whack when you would run five miles at two o'clock in the morning to go and get some weed from a guy you didn't like and didn't know just because you wanted to get high. And it's also that all of your f friends are doing it so it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that really is, this past week, been a clarifying moment for me. I've had so many moments of realizing how out of whack that relationship got. How out of whack my obsessive addictive behavior got that I needed to step back and I still need to step back and I need to be able to put up boundaries and to take this to a slightly deeper level why was that addiction manifest why was it that I was looking for this high the stimulus apart from the obvious social side of it it's because I'm also a desperate people pleaser you know I'm always someone who's looking to be the thing that people want me to be. I'm able to sort of subtly shift who I am in order to become the cartoonized version of myself that other people want me to be. And that fuels the addiction even further, especially when you're trying to be two people at the same time, you know. And at some point, you've created so much dead wood. You've created so many alternate versions of yourself. You've created so many fake personas that it becomes like dead wood. And the real you, which is like the core, the tree, the core of the tree that is you, can't take the weight of all that dead wood anymore. And something's got to give. Something has to let go. Something has to end, burn off. Be free so you can actually look at yourself with consciousness and look at yourself with love and look at yourself with compassion and say, no, 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 no. This is not you. This is not real. You are trying to be something that you're not. And actually what you have to offer, the truthfulness of your own testimony is far, far more powerful than any need to be in an addictive state.
you know, addiction for me was an abusive relationship and it is for most people. I think that's the best way of intellectualizing it and contextualizing it is you start out this relationship for the best of reasons, but ultimately you have to give it up. You have to let go. You have to be willing to admit that it's bad for you, that it's stopping you from being who you need to be. So that's where I am right now. I am a week in, a week into a recovery. That's where I consider myself, you know, it seems it's it feels a little bit odd to say I'm in recovery because of recovery as I think of something that is for you know people who are on the edge of complete destruction um and I think we need to revamp our idea of uh addiction to be much broader because addiction is the search for true connection. Addiction is trying to fill a hole that is a genuine want and need. Like everybody who smokes, who is still addicted, who is still drinking themselves into a hole, drinking themselves into oblivion, everyone who's still taking drugs but still able to hold a job, right? That that semi-state of addictedness where you're not white at the edge yet but you're so goddamn close like that desire and that want to be there is perfectly legitimate but it's never going to be filled it's never going to be that want is never going to be filled by the substances themselves it's in you and it's in me and it's in all of us collectively we can access that higher power if we want to. We can access that power to let go, which provides the clarity. That provides the clarity that's needed. So this is not a silver bullet fix. This is not a... This is not a... Just admit you're addicted and everything will be fine. You have to drop that attitude immediately. What I'm trying to do now and what lots of people who are addicted know is that you can't fundamentally undo five years worth of addictive behavior in a week. It's a process. It's a great unraveling. You know, I've only just scratched the surface in this video of what I need to say. But there's so much I need to get off my chest. But that's a sort of overall view of what happened to me you know and that's not my only addictions i've got many many others that i will get into in detail in other videos but this is a start so i'm offering this as a sort of testimony this is who i am and it's also an encouragement if you're watching this and some of this stuff is resonating with you just know, just know that you can also find that clarity. You can change if you want to change. You can get 
better if you want to get better. It's out there. The hope is out there if you want to go and find it. And I understand how bloody difficult, I understand how bloody difficult it is to be able to admit that something's wrong, that you're an addict, that things need to change. But if not now, when? That's all I have to ask. If not now, when? When is that going to come? Because it's going to be forced on you or you can choose to make it happen. And so, I'll leave you with this. Even though the world seems kind of crazy right now, even though you can probably find, if you're someone who is in a state of addiction, you can probably find a million different reasons right now why you need to depend on that. But just know this, if you're looking for clarity, the world can't give it to you, but you can give it to yourself. That is a gift you can give to yourself if you want to. You can give that to yourself if you want to. Thank you.